0: Festival Internacional de la Canción Bailando Latin America Nuyorican
1: Hey guys, welcome to Travel Junkies, the podcast for travel enthusiasts.
0: So for this season, we are talking about festivals. And so we've done water festivals, mud festivals, and Heidi's not with us right now, but...
1: She's no longer with us. No, she is longer with us, just no present with us. Not
0: present. And so Kevin... That's how
1: you would say it in Spanish. No present with us.
0: No está presente.
1: Oh, I'm learning already. So, this is a very educational podcast.
0: I well, uh, Thank you, Kevin. But you do
1: it with, f- w- it's fun. Yeah. That's the important thing, which I'm excited about fun because that's what we're talking about today.
0: Sure. A lot
1: of fun things and Spanish things. For sure. Okay. Well, so, don't let me interrupt.
0: So my name is Carmen.
1: My name is Kevin.
0: And so. The
1: husband of Carmen. He is. Sorry, guys. She's taken. <laughs>
0: So Kevin came on to help me because we had some conflict issues for Heidi and I to meet. We had a conflict of interest. Mostly my fault, so Heidi is doing some other things. And we wanted to talk about, I guess, my roots, but I lived overseas, Latin America.
1: Which part?
0: Peru and Chile. Oh, really? And I knew
1: this already, Kevin. but I'm, I'm asking for the benefit of the listener.
0: <laughs> and Kevin used to live in?
1: Argentina.
0: Yeah. So not
1: for a long, not uh, not like you. You lived there.
0: I, I, I lived there.
1: essentially took a long vacation. vacation. <laughs> yeah. You
0: vacationed.
1: Uh, you know, it was like six months.
0: But it's living. Yeah. You did if a you good job. If you could call
1: that living.
0: <laughs> so we... I,
1: I would call it living. It was a lot of fun. I learned a lot, but the interesting thing was, yeah. If I may delve into it,
0: yeah, go for it. I
1: lived in a very collegey town, and everybody I hung out with were people who were trying to learn English. So I didn't speak a lot of Spanish because they wanted to talk to me, a native English speaker. I mean, I I, I basically speak English like a native speaker. You know, really, I'm really good at it.
0: I didn't know. I this. mean,
1: for colloquial <laughs> English, yeah, you know, I can do that. So. And that's what they wanted to learn. So I spent a lot of time speaking English to people who wanted to learn. And I I taught English, too.
0: Yeah, you really did.
1: There you have it. Now you know my story.
0: Your story. Mm -hmm. There is a famous festival down there. I don't know if you knew this. Not in Argentina. No. Well, we'll cover that another time.
1: Another day. But in Chile. Another dollar. I did go to a theme park in Argentina. Really? Yeah, in Buenos Aires. Yes, There's, uh, Buenos Aires. Aires, Aritias, <laughs> um, I, I went and rode roller coasters and stuff. Whoa. Yeah, and it was as fun as any theme park here. Sure. In this country. Yeah. It was even a little bit more fun because I felt like there was potential for danger. Danger,
0: danger. Like these
1: roller coasters, they don't have the FDA or the... National Federal Roller Coaster (laughs) Association who's making sure these things aren't flying off the tracks. So all they've got is, you know, a corrupt president or something. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't know. So it was more exciting for me.
0: More exciting.
1: But you you know what? I don't know, but I want to know. Sure. Can you tell me?
0: About Argentina? No.
1: No. Tell me about... Latin America and the fun, the fun that I could potentially have if I were to, as a travel junkie myself, travel to such a place?
0: Well, there's lots of festivals. Okay. And we're going to be talking about one today.
1: Oh, really? Okay. I
0: know. And the reason I picked this one is because it has become internationally known.
1: I'm not internationally known.
0: And it's the Viña del Mar International song that takes place in Viña del Mar. So they call it Festival Internacional de la Canción de Viña del Mar. And so that's a little long.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they need to get an acronym.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I'm pretty sure they do have an acronym. But
1: it's actually YMCA is the acronym you looked to see if that was right yeah. it's not correct. <laughs> That's
0: not. I was like that is a I. But everybody
1: was like, "What? Really?"
0: "Oh, cool." <laughs> so, uh what's cool about this um uh, song festival is that you can they have a competition. They always have jurors and it started back in the 1960s. So Wow. Yeah, it's been a, it's been around for a long time. They mm-hmm. even had the Backstreet Boys.
1: Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. I may run and hide when you're screaming my name. All right. So the cool thing about the festival, about Vinya
0: del Mar, it did reach national news here in the United States. Oh, did it? Because Elliot Yamin, if you remember him from American Idol. Yeah. He was at the festival getting ready to do a concert mm-hmm. when a 8.8 magnitude earthquake happened.
1: Whoa. Which. Richter scale.
0: Yeah. And he was really scared and everything. But he's also from Richmond, Virginia, where I live. Oh, went.
1: weird. Yeah. That's cool.
0: And he actually lives in the county that I lived in. What? And I did not go to the same high school that he did, but he rumor has it he got kicked out of his high school and then they asked him once he got famous to come and speak to his high school Uh and he did (laughs) it. Good
1: for him. Good for him. So that's the dream right there. You know, to be able to say no to people who said no to you. In high school.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, it's like Tim Allen, if you ever watched Home Improvement, where mm-hmm. he gets that honorary doctorate. But the only reason they gave him the honorary doctorate was because then they could sell or get more scholarships or something. Uh,
1: of course. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and so they're like, oh, the humanity, like, because apparently he was not great of a student. Yeah. But,
1: so. you know, if I ever got an honorary doctorate, I would make everyone call me doctor the way real doctors. Real doctors do. Yep. Yep.
0: Well, nowadays, they can also say, well, this is an earned doctorate or earned doctor so-and-so. Mm-hmm.
1: So then you well, know I would who have earned got it.
0: it and who didn't.
1: I would have earned it.
0: You earned it by what? In fact,
1: call me doctor from now on.
0: <laughs> the Just about earthquakes. Chile. if you flip it. Like in the United States, if you put it on the West Coast, Uh you kind of have the northern part, which is Arica, the the desierto de Atacama. El desierto de Atacama. So that's kind of like New Mexico, Arizona area. And then you go all the way up and Seattle ended up being where I lived, which is down south.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, because the further south you go, the colder it gets when you're in the southern hemisphere.
0: And so that's why California has great vineyards. Mm -hmm. Same thing with. Chile. They have great vineyards too yeah. because it's the center part of the country. Interesting. So- yeah,
1: I um it I can attest I've never been to Seattle, but I've heard I've heard rumor that it rains a good bit. Yes. And I have been to where you grew up. And it rained the whole
0: time. <laughs> it said, was
1: so wet. Like, you said
0: you were so cold too. It
1: was so cold. Yeah, it's
0: so humid, and people always thought, "Oh, rain, no problem." But it's it's Mm-mm. a damp, wet, cold. It, it's
1: so. It was so cold, and at night <laughs>
0: you had to wear turtlenecks. And
1: and even even when you got warm, you're still sweating. Yeah, like, you're still wet like we used water bottles to stay warm see
0: this is why i don't like wearing wool socks because you would sweat through them yeah without a pro- like
1: no i'm glad i wore those because wool doesn't um retain water like uh sure. like cotton
0: but still they still get wet and this yeah, is why cotton
1: holds the water
0: i know but this is why
1: something to think about when you're traveling
0: last podcast heidi was making fun of me where good no, I said I dreaded the moments when things got wet because we were talking about our the mud festival where to me it was a foreign concept like mm-hmm. what you can have fun in being wet and muddy. Okay. Because overseas where mm-hmm. we lived,
1: I could think of a few things.
0: You can think that whenever you got wet, mm-hmm. it never dried.
1: Right. Like, yeah. It just stays and I was so filming stuff, so and cold. that was the hardest part. Was that it was just so humid and so cold and. It just, I was like, my camera is done for. Fortunately, it wasn't done for. Yeah. But it, I was really worried about it.
0: It's beautiful when the sun comes out, and fi- yeah. Kevin finally got to and see it, the Andes yep. mountains. But yeah, earthquakes Which do I'd exist. I've seen the
1: Andes before, but from the other side. Yeah, that's true. This was like, uh, if you if you've ever put this in the show notes, if you ever see that picture of uh, Mount Rushmore from the Canada side. <laughs> yeah, it's real interesting. Look that up. Google it. It's pretty good. Cool.
0: (laughs) And so the festival features two competitions, but they also have, obviously, professional singers that come, like the Backstreet Boys, or this past year, they had Europe. So they had... (laughs) And the competition has two categories. countdown! (laughs) Pop music and folk music. So a lot of these competitors are mostly from latin america uh-huh but they've had obviously some people from other countries like spain which is not latin america oh, I, I
1: thought you were going to say space space from space comes the martian man <laughs> that's next year's festival uh, possibly potentially
0: there's been a winner from israel from dominic republic chile obviously argentina france colombia costa rica i mean it's basically just go and see if you can compete and then you might you know you might make it what
1: is the competition for like what just a singing competition
0: yeah it's like a singing competition that's
1: like a giant countrywide karaoke party
0: I guess, but a lot of these people will also compose their own music. Okay. In the past, that wasn't the case, but nowadays, that's kind of like what you do.
1: Okay. You write your own- Competition's really gotten- It's gotten- Gotten tight. Tight, yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think what's neat, it's like American Idol, but it happens over a week or South American Idol. South American Idol. There you go. (laughs) I've always heard it growing up. It's very popular. So they're in a northern region in Chile, and they're on the coast. So the cool thing about it is it's very beautiful and that a lot of cruises cool. come into that area. So yeah. if you've ever heard it, when you hear about Chile, normally if you've taken a cruise, you're like, okay, Valparaiso, I've been there. Uh, or okay. Viña del Mar. Sure. But Viña del Mar kind of was made separate because it was like, I'm tired of being part of the big greater metropolitan of Valparaiso. And okay. it's also called the Garden City, La oh. Ciudad Jardin. So they have this big clock Can made out of flowers. That. A clock? Yeah, real it, flowers. It, it's. I don't think it's a working clock, but it oh. looks like a really pretty clock with flowers. You know, like on the side of a of a of a bank. You know, as you come into the city. Yeah. You know, a lot of this happens a lot in the overseas. I don't really see it a lot in the U.S., where like the city will make like an entrance with the name of the city, or it says like "Bienvenidos" or. Bien viajé, when you leave. Sure. Have you seen those Yeah, in well, the they States? do it in,
1: in... Yeah, and usually it's near the airport.
0: That's true. Yeah. That's true.
1: I don't think uh, Tennessee... I don't think Nashville has anything like that. But it's I know just, Colorado had, had something like that. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah.
0: So I guess it just depends on your state. Mm-hmm. I still have, to this day, have not visited Viña del Mar, which we got to get on that, Kevin.
1: If you like Viña coladas... No? So
0: I do have a short story about Viña de
1: Mar. Oh, I'd love to hear it.
0: So my sister, growing up, she... So Gabi, this is for you.
1: Yo, she, yo, yo, big shout out to Gabi.
0: <laughs> my c <C-store>, she um, She, <laughs> growing up, she did really well in, in our classes. We had to do... My parents... I've heard of them. ...put us in regular schools, yeah. so local schools. So we went to a German school. Yeah, yeah believe it or not.
1: I believe it.
0: You you also knew a lot of people that were German descent in mm-hmm. Argentina.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's interesting because there are people who are in South America. Some of them came there after World War II.
0: Mm-hmm. For our case, a lot of them came after World War I.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. both wars were very uh, important. Yeah, very important, <laughs> but but very harsh on, on German people. A lot of people who didn't agree with a lot of the political stuff going on in germany yeah. left and uh found refuge in, in uh south america and then you know hitler actually escaped and and lived out the rest of his life in um in south america they say <laughs>
0: you've watched way too many conspiracy movies yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> that's true
1: but there were nazis who uh, who escaped oh, after yeah. the fall of the nazi party too but but the people i knew weren't nazis and i assume the people who ran your uh your my school were also not Nazis.
0: Well, and a lot of them were not really German except for the German
1: teachers oh, okay. by the time
0: I went there. Yeah. Now, when...
1: But you knew Klaus.
0: Well, all my friends had German names. That doesn't mean that they speak German.
1: Oh. Uh, and they had
0: German last names. Yeah. But they were more like second, third generation. Well, I've been
1: to your that town. I know. And, uh, and it is very German-influenced. Yeah, because
0: some of my friends... Um, Klaus Brüning, that is very German.
1: If you've ever been to like a, a German Kretschmar town, Klein, like uh, Holland, Michigan.
0: Werner, Neumann, von Freden.
1: Is a place, uh, it, it the architecture is Bödingen. similar.
0: I had a friend that he, his parents own a cecinas, which is like meat factory. Yeah. And w- he kept on telling us that we're going to have salchichas at the end. Mm-hmm. which are hot dogs parents or i mean i guess Ponchos? his dad did not break his promise we did have hot dogs at the end yeah. but we did see a lot of decapitated cows because it was a meat factory uh,
1: yeah <laughs> but yeah. they
0: have the best sesina's medinger had the best
1: meat i think your dad told me that you drew a picture of these cows <laughs>
0: yes we do have a photo i'll have to find that and maybe put in it the really stuck notes. with you <laughs> Because our teacher told us after the tour, we sat down and they're like, "So yeah. draw what you learned today." And it was like you blood. Just... Everybody's <laughs> red crayon was like very <laughs> small blood, by the end. <laughs> Lots of death and decay.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, um, so your sister did well though in the, her yeah. German classes.
0: So what I was gonna say is that she she was very good at like remembering things that her teacher taught her. So her her teacher told her that she was from Viña del Mar. But Gabby was telling us the story, and she apparently, I guess, just learned the word pineapple, which is, which is piña. So she said that she's from Pina del Mar. And then what was going through oh, my so head. also my
1: little song.
0: Well, what was going through my head at the time, because mm-hmm. I had just learned the SpongeBob SquarePants song, yeah. where it's like, Ooh, vive una piña del bajo del mar. Bob Esponja. Super. <laughs> Something, da, 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 Bob Esponja. So, that's what I was thinking. Vive en una piña debajo del mar. (laughs) But it's piña del mar, not piña del mar. (laughs) So that... That's
1: not how the song goes. Piña del mar? No, it goes, who lives in a pineapple under the sea?
0: (laughs) Bob Esponja.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you learned it differently.
0: Oh, yeah. Everybody loved Bob Esponja. (laughs) (laughs) I did, also, you li-
1: did you use, like, Jorge or George de la... George De la, de la Selva? Selva.
0: George de la Selva. Yes, yes love that, I, too. I
1: think it's funny because they don't call him Jorge. They call him George.
0: George, yes. <laughs> or, like, they would say Jorge Washington. Oh, so you're from the United States, uh, Jorge Washington. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's funny because, like, sometimes they'll use English words, like, oh, tienes un nuevo look. You have a new look. Or when show. Oh, yeah. Great show.
1: Well, they would say the word mall. Yeah, mall. Um, yeah. yeah. Or uh, Facebook. Yeah. See, they I left. They would call it face.
0: I left Chile when I was 13. And yeah. I did go back to visit, but, yeah, but Facebook wasn't like super popular. Yeah.
1: And it, and it one day it back. will be pretty big, though. Pretty big. Pretty big. Well, yeah. that's pretty funny.
0: Yeah, Pina del Mar, man. Yeah, and
1: SpongeBob SquarePants.
0: I wanted to talk about some dances. Did you dance in Argentina?
1: I refused. I guess I danced a little bit in terms of like, I went to some, um, what they call boliches.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a,
1: uh, it's like a nightclub, I guess.
0: A uh, disco, discoteca. Yeah,
1: um, and, and they play, um... Or reggaeton music. Yeah. It's just the same beat. Over and, and, over, over, and over and over. This three uh, fourths three fourth timing or whatever. Yeah. And um and but everybody's just it's like any club in the US, I guess, but it's not playing techno music or remixes or whatever it's just that music and everybody's just like you go with friends and you all stand in a circle and it's more just swaying back and forth or or jumping up and down and throwing your bodies up against each other (laughs) you know it wasn't really dancing though in argentina like the the there the national dances. it's amazing
0: well there's two types actually tango they have tango, which mm-hmm. is influenced by the Italians. Yes. there's very loud and obnoxious. Ha! Ha! They're, How no, dare you? No, it's it's interesting. They're very artistic. So, Because I used to take ballet, and mm-hmm. so we had this international dance uh, groups that would come to this international dance convention. Sure. Where I lived. And the Argentines would come, and they would do two things. They would do tango, which was amazing. hmm But they were really loud. And people would. They're like the Texas of South America! Yeah, they're just big and, and that's loud.
1: Much more common in in Buenos, how do you say it?
0: Buenos Aires.
1: Buenos Aires. Yeah. yeah. I, I I iris. And then Buenos iris.
0: And then the second dance was a very typical ga- dance with the gauchos, I think.
1: Okay, that would be more Is northern. It gauchos? Were there llamas involved?
0: No, 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 no.
1: Llamas are also in the north, which I saw llamas in in chili when i went
0: yeah those were kind of important Im- imported
1: imported
0: <laughs> they were important imported
1: well people used to joke in argentina there was a um there was a commercial and it was for uh, like an insurance company or something but they were their mascots were these two llamas and they all spoke with like northern argentinian accents oh, that's like funny. these two llamas would talk back and forth
0: Uh, so gaucho, yeah. So it's a traditional dance that only men do. And it's like, if you've ever seen taps dancing, I've seen it. It's like the next step level where there's no taps involved, but you just like, they're like hitting their heels, their toes, the sides of their like clogging. Yeah. But it's, they throw their legs up and, and it's like,
1: like, like, cause they've eaten them and then they throw them up (laughs) out of their mouths.
0: It's like. River dancing meets tap dancing and spur dancing all in one. Yeah, it's amazing. I've, I've
1: seen it. It's pretty crazy. It's it's pretty un uh, un uh, otherworldly.
0: And the girl, the girls dance. All they do is just sway back and forth. Which I was like, "What?" Which That's the all gauchos they do? are
1: um are it's macho. Like They're cowboys. Yeah, and it is very um. There are lots of machismo. And they look really good. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, they do.
0: I just really was really impressed with their macho. Okay, I don't know. They Carmen, just Carmen, fine. They all right. They looked really good. I get it. <laughs> so if you're going to go down to a disco or discoteca or boliche mm-hmm. in South America, there's probably going to be four different dances that are more common. And I wanted to go over those because... Oh, sure. Um, merengue is really easy. It's a two-step dance. And basically, you just step back and forth.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And... Has If anybody has listened to Chino y Nacho,
1: I oh love sure, them.
0: <laughs> that's how that's I what haven't. you you do omitting. and that's what we dance. So you said that you guys danced in a circle, right? We danced more like in a line, and we even at age ten you
1: had to be in a circle to uh, to pass the fernet con coca around. Oh, okay. You know,
0: <laughs> in in Chile, <laughs> you would start dancing. No low, no joke, no low joke,
1: no low joke.
0: It was age 10.
1: Una broma. That's what uh, they would say.
0: So at age 10, you would have like dances at birthday parties and stuff like that. Really early age. The dances would not probably end until like 12, which my parents would come and get me at 10 or 11. Oh, sure. I was always the first one to leave.
1: Mm-hmm. That's okay.
0: But we danced mostly merengue. Now, okay. some of the older people danced some really cool other dances.
1: Oh, really? Yes. Old people.
0: But the next one... That we didn't really dance much, but it's called bachata. Okay. And if anybody has listened to Prince Royce, for some reason, the music has like this twangy like guitar. Sure. Like notes to it. So what happens with that is you're kind of dancing a four beat dance. So there's more like arm movements and stuff like that. And I'll put a show note so you can see the differences in a video. Okay. But what's funny is that it's like rapping. The musician always yells out their name, like in the middle of the song. <laughs> so they're like, Royce. But it's like very like sensual or like very okay. like romantic. Royce. Royce. It has more like Dominican Republic uh, origins. Oh. Uh. Yeah. And what's funny is that I remember a very popular song, which is more merengue type. Uh-huh. And they're called Illegales
1: illegals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very catchy, and they're from Dominican Republic. So all these people that I thought were Chilean artists, <sighs> not at all. They're like wow. all Colombian, like Shakira, and and everybody's like from all from Central America. And so all that music was imported, I guess, into Chile.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so bachate twingy. And then, of course, if you want to be really fancy, you got salsa, which is what a lot of people learn here in the States. Yeah. So, and that's eight beat dance because it's a lot of flips, not flips, but, you know, footwork that goes on.
1: Yeah. Well, that was really, I I think it it gained a lot of popularity in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. You know, it was a real, like everybody was salsa dancing.
0: And that's what I wanted to.
1: Cha, cha, cha. (laughs)
0: Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> to take some lessons, but it's it's more technical. And I would only see, like, older people dance this in Chile. Yeah. And you can hear it in, like, a lot of trumpets blasting. And then a clave, which is, like, an instrument. It's a percussion instrument. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. There's a big difference. And then zomba is something new that I've not heard of before. I had, but I've never really heard about it too much.
1: Zomba. But it's a
0: very heavy bass. Okay. And it has more African roots. So it's more of a Central American flair that I don't think I've, I grew up with. Okay. But it's becoming more popular Yeah, with rap, I think, and all that. So it's more like, doo, 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 more heavy bass. Yeah, it, so. it's
1: interesting, Um, just uh, uh, from a layman's perspective. Lay. <laughs> that's me, yeah. Uh, le- no, we'll talk about Hawaii, a different episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but from, (laughs) from the, that perspective, rap music in the U S and kind of like the cool people's music,
0: there's
1: kind of only so many things that you can do with it.
0: Now it's all in the triplets. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, but like the, but also like the, what's implemented, you would never hear an accordion in rap music. It's just not cool. You know? Maybe one day. But like. There's a lot of culture that's mixed in with, uh, you know, uh, like other cultures that come in. There's kind of one culture that's in rap music yeah, in the U.S., but like the cool people's music in South America can contain all kinds of things. And I think people like Pitbull have done a lot of, you know, implementing Latin American influences into kind of urban style music and and artists like that but it was just it's just very fascinating because I would see people who were like I don't want to say lower class but just kind of you know just younger people yeah you know so you would see somebody riding around blaring their music in a cheaper car because you're a teenager and you can only afford certain type of car same thing would happen there but the music that was coming out of their car was very different. You okay. know? Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't fifty cent or or what or, but the same type of uh Sure. A lot of different culture mixed into the music is just mm. what, what I noticed. So you would have it it would have like an urban feel, sure. but then it would still have it it may have an accordion, like a tango kind of mixed into it. Or yeah. or <laughs> some uh some mariachi Mariachi, you know like some mariachi stuff mixed into it and yeah i I find that very interesting i think that's really cool and and there's not like a stigma of doing that where i think here in the u.s if you tried to do that sure there may be a stigma Mm -hmm. you know like what what are you doing (laughs) like no add add like a synth riff in there or you know or whatever or sample something but don't just go off into a, a mariachi bridge or something like that
0: Money, <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> so yeah I, I but that's just my observation I could be 100% wrong great yep you're welcome I've brought a lot to this podcast haven't I
0: yes you have <laughs> <laughs> are there any things that you miss that the U.S. does not have
1: Yes. it Maybe they have this, but not the same. Yeah. Anytime there was any sort of, like, event in the streets, uh-huh. which happened all the time in Córdoba, whether it was a strike—like, all their <laughs> strikes were planned, uh, whether it was a protest— or it was just the World Cup was happening, and everybody was out in the streets
0: with their country flag wrapped around like Superman. Yes, we yes. did that all the time, driving um, around, beeping our horns. These
1: these great entrepreneurs, these vendors would pop up, just pop up, and they would make this thing called churipan. Yep, and it's sausage and bread, like a sausage <laughs> bread, and then they'd put stuff on it and have this chimichurri sauce that they'd put on it. And it was so good. Like an Italian bread with uh, this amazing sausage. I don't even know where these guys would come from. Some protests would break out, and (laughs) they're up, and it's cooking. They're like, hey, we're selling this. Uh, Really smart guys and really good food. And I think I got sick just once. Yeah. But it was worth the risk.
0: See, in South Korea, they have... Obviously, Peru and Chile mm-hmm. do the same thing, but like they're in grilling. South Korea... It.
1: They're grilling yes. it on, with charcoal and stuff. Like, it, cool- was, it, it was I missed that quite a bit, quite often.
0: What I thought was cool about South Korea, too, is, like, you would have an event, let's say... They kind of do that here in the United States, but there's not as many permit problems. Mm. So I think that's why they pop up more. Yeah. Where, like, someone has a graduation, then you got 10, 20 vendors outside the school ready to sell flowers to you. Or... You're going to the zoo and you mm-hmm. got all these vendors lined up as you get to the zoo. Yeah. And you get to buy all kinds of food for super cheap before you go into the zoo and then pay whopping yeah. lots of
1: dollars. So, well, we went or to- you get out, you go to get out of your car yeah. at the airport and there's 20 people trying to open the door for you. So you'll give them. Yeah. We always
0: told them to shove off. Yeah. <laughs> I can you open do not the door. want them well you don't want them running off with your suitcase that was the
1: oh. the scare yeah yeah you gotta be careful when you travel
0: yes for sure
1: you should do an episode about that I will safety while traveling also safety. don't if you go to the airport there's a hundred different taxi drivers trying to get you to ride in their taxi oh yes yeah you just gotta run right through them
0: run right
1: push your way through
0: I miss. Food, obviously. That's number one. We have that
1: here. (laughs) I don't know if I told you about that.
0: But also, it's just, I think what I like, too, about events is that, like, everybody shows up. It's not just, like, Mm. one or two people, like, oh, yeah, sure, we're going to go to this concert. But instead, everybody's in it together. Yeah. And there's, like, this unity that you don't really see here in the United States as much. And I think the nationalism, which.
1: Wow. Wow, Carmen. I really like that German school. <laughs> oh boy.
0: But there's something about The pain. You're the- going to yeah. the World Cup. But what's funny is I I watched this video and I'll I'll put it in the show notes again, Yeah, more stuff for you guys to check out on our website, nexttopchannel.com. But there's this video where they say this is stuff that makes us chilly, like chilenos. Yeah. Esto es lo que nos hace chilenos. And so <laughs> It was like we get to go to the World Cup when we don't play against Brazil or like (laughs) it always happens. And same thing with this World Cup coming up all they have to do is play at brazil once and they lose and they get out like and they it's always brazil or argentina that they always have the first lineup which is so unfortunate because yeah. they're the neighboring countries and they yeah. always get kicked out unless brazil is hosting and then mm-hmm. chile gets to get in there and they have a good team but it's just those I think the closest uh, thing we
1: have are like college football teams or like in the, the US Super Bowl.
0: then you finally have well two i sides. just mean in
1: terms of like the the camaraderie of You know, because you've got states and like, oh, we're we're proud of our state flag or something. Yeah, because there's this unapologetic. But nobody's uh, other than Texans, nobody's really as (laughs) proud of their state um, as South American countries are of their country. Yes. And there's there's an unapologetic patriotism that I think in the US maybe can't can't exist or just doesn't you know there's i mean people are proud of the country but not everybody is not everybody feels like they can there's a there's a yeah. hesitation to that and i don't know if i don't know if that's right or wrong but what i do know is that there's no question sure you know they w- whether they like their government leaders or whatever in argentina or chile or whatever they're proud to be from that country yes you know and and they whether their team is winning or losing they're proud to have their team represented yes it was cool because I was there during two different world cups and it was pretty crazy to be in Argentina when Argentina's in the world cup yeah and people are just in the streets I mean it's just packed in the streets The World Cup wasn't in Argentina. They're just watching it on big screens out there and everybody's out, out in the street. And part of it was that I was in a big city and I hadn't been in a big city really before anywhere. I'd never been in a city like that, but there is a... A camaraderie within the city that everybody's watching the game. Like you if the game's on, all the stores are closed.
0: Yeah, and the same thing when I was in France. France was playing the World Cup when I was there. Yeah. And what was funny is that they made a goal and all the cooks came out of the restaurant yeah. and started dancing. And I mean, then they like took pots and when like. Started Argentina hitting, would make a
1: goal, like and then they the wouldn't entire go inside. city would erupt.
0: Yeah. yeah. That was the
1: <laughs> the day that I the it was the first time I'd ever flown on a plane. Great. And I got down there. <laughs> That day, whenever they were playing Brazil in in the World Cup of 2008, I don't remember. Somewhere around then.
0: Was it eight?
1: Oh, uh, you know, no. maybe it was 2000.
0: Yeah, I guess it was the same one that I went to France. No, mine was more. It was oh, in Germany. Wait, mine was more 2002 or.
1: You know, let's not try 2000... to guess because I can't remember <laughs> and I don't I don't have it pulled up, but. All I can say, whatever the one was in Germany. And I was just like, this is a different world. This is the coolest thing. And they would score a goal and it's just like... Like this entire city erupting with joy. And I'd never, ever in my life experienced that. And and people just out in the street and hugging each other or like. (laughs) And we weren't even on a busy street, but whenever the game was over, people were like celebrating and just hordes of people walking back to wherever they were going, all wearing white and blue. And it was pretty awesome.
0: Well, in, in Chile, in the 90s, it was in France. The World Cup was in France. And Chile finally made it, which is kind of unheard of And sometimes. And this guy ran out of the streets and said, we're going to France, we're going to France. And it's like, well, no, you're not going, but our team is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like, you kind of take it and upon half the yourself. the team doesn't like...
1: even live in Chile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're already in France. <laughs> yeah.
0: So... It was just really funny. Or Europe
1: or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If, if they're good, they're playing somewhere else. The same thing with hockey players. Yeah. Like, if they're from Eastern Europe, they might as well be in the States getting paid. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Yep. Well, th- well, cool. Thank you so much for
0: joining me, Kevin.
1: Well, thanks for having me on. I know it's a little stray from the norm. Norm! Yeah. But uh, I, I hope that <laughs> yeah. I contributed to some degree or another.
0: Yeah, and we also bought a truck.
1: Oh yeah, I remember that.
0: So <laughs> we. Um, now Heidi I'm will a real
1: American now.
0: Yep, Heidi will be back next week, and she's gonna be snow plowing along. <laughs> We're gonna be talking about snow next week.
1: Whoa! I know that's a that's a hot topic.
0: Hot, hot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Melty, thanks for having me, Carmen.
0: You're welcome. If you want to check out our blog, you can go to nextstopchannel.com or we're on Instagram at nextstopchannel.
1: Buenas noches.